1: I hate that song.
4: I wow, so thought you were going to come in late there, Bill Belichick. Welcome inside the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Oh! Live from the Geico Studios, where the NBA, basically everybody in the NBA is on the move. We're getting ready for another week in the NFL. We're getting ready for the NBA draft. And Mike Harmon, this is my last show of my 40s. This is the last show of my 40s. You all right with that? Uh, it's you know what I I I'm having a little bit more pr- trouble with it than I thought I would, but in the end, it's okay. I mean, number how do one, I, cause I can't I, stop What them. can I do to make it better? Uh, let's see. Uh, what can
5: America do to make it better? At uh, how about a Fresca at Swollen Dome? Well, at listen, Fox, I feel like radio.
4: I, I got the big look. Look, the, the Jets sucked for the entirety of my forties. So no. That's that's been a waste. A waste. Well, of that's decade. true. I mean, you had you those know. two
5: runs with Sanchez, and yeah. it's been miserable. Since. yeah,
4: yeah, but yeah, I got, he- I got, for I got, a minute, I got Steve Cohen. So that's a big thing. I got Steve Cohen. Very so that, you did that have that a World Series appearance. Yeah, I got that going into my 50s because we're coming for everybody. We're going to have Theo Epstein in the year. We are coming for everyone. I do like your long term business plan there. That is that is a solid structural plan. I want to let everybody know, in my 50s, when I start now, when we start, we are coming for everyone. We're coming for your best player, manager, and front office executive. Every single one of them. We are coming for them, and we're going to get them. If we want them, we're going to buy them. We're going to buy everybody. This this is the decade of the Mets. This is what this is The decade of the Mets, here it comes right now. The 20s will be the Mets decade.
5: Well... I like that in theory. <laughs> you can't give me that in my last show in my 40s? You can't no, give me that? No, I mean, I love you, buddy, but I can't. because, oh, buddy, buddy. Because you, the assumption that everybody's just suddenly going to show up at the door because this guy's handing out money. All the other owners hand out money except Tampa Bay and Pittsburgh. Right? I mean, those are the two places it's going to be a little difficult. But the the rest of the league, guys have money. They spend money on their players. We have the
4: most. We have the most money. Our owner is worth the most. We're going to buy everything. And I know he
5: talks a good game, and he was on Twitter, and he's already been verified something that stupid Twitter people still haven't looked at my name and figured it out. But, you know, this guy comes in with a couple of billion dollars. All of a sudden, he's a big shot. Uh, But Anyway. (laughs) (laughs)
4: <laughs> I haven't yeah. been busted for insider trading. I'll tell you, those 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 billionaires that come in and think they can call the shots, I'll tell you what, I got a word for them. <laughs> hey, I didn't have to pay off $2 billion in fines for some shady dealings. $2 billion in fines for Steve Cohen is like you and I saying, hey, here's a 10, you want to run up and grab me some chicken and potatoes? I mean, really, well, that's, you know... Yeah, but let's there's go nothing illegal about me taking a
5: ten from your
4: hand and going and buying you chicken and potatoes. <laughs> so let's go up to a Pollo loco. Here's a ten, get yourself something. That's that's Steve Cohen right there. That that's what Steve Cohen. Yeah, you know, two billion yeah, here you go. You take that two billion, that's okay. Did that's he get all the combo? Right that's really what I want to know. It's, it's 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 me getting it's me getting the chicken, it's me getting uh mashed potatoes, and maybe if I want some macaroni and cheese. And I know, and you would stop and get a pint of ice cream on the way back.
5: We we know your habits yes. They're yes, well yes. formed and well well established within our Fox Sports radio community. But <laughs> no, on this the last day of your forties, yeah, we we do stipulate that the Mets will be more exciting. Yes. However, I still don't think it's suddenly you know the line ride when Disneyland or Universal Studios here in Southern California reopens, and you're standing there for four hours, hoping that you you get to the front of the line, or maybe you get a fast pass or whatever. That that's not what the Mets are going to be, buddy. Yes, it is, buddy. Other it's guys are going to sign dollars. elsewhere because they're going to have here, to
4: prioritize something. It's me getting in line, going, "Hey, you Disney employee, yeah, here you go. Here's 500 bucks. I get to the front of the line. Oh, sure, there you go. I'm there. That's Steve Cohen. That's our world. It's what we're going to do? We're going to buy so, everything." I,
5: I, I w- everything. actually think we need to try that when we go back to when, when it reopens. <laughs> see See how salty people get and what the reaction of the Disney employee would be.
4: No. Oh. Twitter at how about a fresca, Mike at Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Carmen live from the Geico <laughs> Studios. So uh, I, I don't know what the final meal of my 40s is going to be. I'll be surprised with that uh, coming up. You, ha- you haven't eaten already? No, not yet. Not yet. I, I, I don't know. It's, it might be left. Whoa, whoa, whoa. It's not going to be. Well, maybe it could be McDonald's. I, it might wind <laughs> whoa, up. I whoa, just whoa, whoa, a horse whoa. Out. I don't know. Well, you always play the horse burger thing. I don't not know. I, was- <laughs> <laughs> I might have McDonald's. I don't know about that. Uh, but while, while, you know, we, we were dealing with stuff here on the show, obviously getting set for the NBA draft tomorrow night, all the rumors are flying fast and furious around the NBA about all the different players that could be on the move, whether it's James Harden or Kemba Walker, or it could be Gordon Hayward now. It could be John Wall and Russell Westbrook. So many things are out there. Let's deal with James Harden first. According to sources, James Harden to the Nets in a deal that we're still trying to figure out what it's going to be is becoming more and more what the end game is going to wind up. We're not there yet. There's been no we've agreed on a trade, but it seems like according to all the reports today, Harden to the Nets is what's going to occur. Now, it could wind up being who knows going back and what what the trade winds up being could be three teams involved. You got money involved in all different shades, but it looks like James Harden to the Nets is going to happen now let me just say this because i'll say it first and i i know that other you know that 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 there's two different sides to this either the 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 nets are going to win the championship or it's going to be a complete and total off the rails ride and i want to tell you it's going to be a complete and total off the rails ride that's what this is going to be it will be fun but failure that should be the logo of the Nets and the slogan. Hey, we're fun. We're going to fail, but we're fun. Fun but failure. All right? These are not the three guys to put together under the stress. Okay, They're not LeBron, who is mentally strong. Dwayne Wade, mentally strong. Chris Bosh, mentally strong. They went through this. Kevin Durant, burner accounts. Kyrie Irving, completely unpredictable. James Harden, tired at the end of games. These are not the three guys to put together to say, hey, here's a new big superpower. Go make it work. You already had two of these guys say, we don't need a head coach. There's Knights. KD could be the head coach or Kyrie could be the head coach. They think it's going to be easy. Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving and Jan, they think we're going to play together and it's going to be easy. We're going to be the Heat 2.0 or now that it's 2020. We're going to be the Heat 5.0. They are not mentally strong enough for what they're going to have to navigate throughout the season. I already know that. I already told you. KD is very fragile mentally. Kyrie Irving, I don't even know what goes through his head from one second to the next. Who knows? I don't even know how much Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving really want to play basketball. I really don't. I don't know how much Kyrie Irving really wants to play basketball. I don't know if KD is as into playing basketball as he was. He's never been able to really find happiness playing basketball. So I don't know how suddenly this is going to be it. It, it, it. it seems great. We're going to take these three guys and throw them together where their games don't mesh off of one another. And and the the propensity that all of them have to just ignore what's going on around them, ignore the coaches. ignore. This is going to be fun. But it is going to fail, and it's going to fail spectacularly. It's going—it's going to be great. Right? I said it's going to be a great show. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be like a big firework show on the Fourth of July. And then at the end, it's going to be—they win a championship? Oh no! Come on, man. These guys, no, 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 no. No, they, they all got in a fist fight the final week of the regular season with each other. Actually, on the court, third quarter, with the shot clock winding down, they all got in a big fist fight, looking for the basketball on the floor. I mean, that, that's how this is going to go if it's the three of them together in Brooklyn.
5: I'm working on a painting that I'm creating of George Clooney from, uh, from Dust Till Dawn where he's clapping going, now that's what I call a Lincoln show. Uh, and he's going to be wearing a Nets jersey uh, <laughs> with all the tattoos and everything from his character in the movie. It'll be brilliant. But I-, I do like your chaos theory. Look, if Harden getting tired, I'm not worried about that because with two other guys that can ha- handle and dominate the ball, uh, he doesn't have to necessarily work as hard on that end of the floor. Right. Assuming everybody's healthy, everybody's playing and we're not in a load management situation. Sure. There's some reports out there that maybe Kyrie's not 100 percent on board. So this becomes, you know, the opportunity to go and sit down. It's like, well, we we need one more. We got to go get one more. And this is the guy he wants out. It's very clear. They're blowing it up in Houston. There's many reasons why this may be happening, but the reality is all of these guys want out, and no matter what leaked, people talk. They were going to get the information that guys wanted out. I do know why everybody thought this was some big deal that it, it showed up in a newspaper report, but Kyrie Irving is going to have to uh, address the idea like for all of them. Kevin Durant wants to go down as one of the, if not the greatest player of all time. How do you do that? You win more titles. Kyrie Irving, he still is still chipping, chippy uh, that he hasn't gotten credit for the one he helped win in Cleveland, right? He's still salty because he's seen as an all uh, also ran there. And then you've got James Harden, who that's all that's left for his career. We know the individual greatness and all the accolades that have been bestowed upon him. So I, I think calmer heads can prevail. And you've got multiple coaches that'll be there, right? D'Antoni's hanging out. Steve Nash could suit up and run a couple of minutes at the point if they need him to, because uh, he's got some really like business sneakers that he came out with that mm-hmm. you know have the business look. But the you can just step on the court if you need to blow off some steam and, and shoot some J's. So perhaps he'll, he'll be able to insert himself back into the game as well. I'm not so su- sure that this ends up in a failure. It, it, it's going to be fun to watch, and I'm they, sure there's going to be some that's, hiccups along the way. That is not even a question.
4: That is not even a question. How much fun this is going to be?
5: Oh not no, it's question. it's absolutely going to be electric one way or the other. Right? They're either scoring 125 points a night. Mm-hmm. and blowing teams out and talking about flat earth. And yeah, oh, flat earth will over be a big side. topic.
4: Dinosaurs yeah, will exactly. be a big topic, too. Oh, it'll be a big. Look, I would be in on this, and I am completely serious on this. I would be really in on this move if it was the Nets trading Kyrie Irving to get James Harden. I would be so in on that for the Nets. Harden and KD, that I'd be in for that I'd completely be in for because that's what that's what I really think can work but kyrie in the middle of all of this the guy just disrupts everything and i said i don't know how much he wants to play basketball i, I, I don't i don't know what his what what motivates him from one minute to the next you know who knows and if they ha- if they removed him from the system then suddenly i like it better but Kevin Durant went to Brooklyn to play with Kyrie Irving. So, they got it's basically they're going to have to find a way to make it all three of them work together. And the three of them, it's 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 too much. These guys are all such big divas and and they've been prima donnas for a long time. They've all been getting paid a lot of money for a long time. And for it to suddenly think, "Okay, we're really hungry." I, I don't know how hungry they are. Kevin Durant's got a couple of titles. Kyrie uh, so does and, and and James Harden is looking for the first one. Uh, is is not going to be, hey, we're all together looking to cement our legacies like it was with the Heat. This is not, I'm going to go to the to the Golden State Warriors and cement my legacy and win games. This is, oh, we're, we're just going to go play together because we want it to be fun. You know, KD doesn't even want to be coached. Right? He do, he just wants to sit back and say, hey, listen, I, I don't like you – know, no matter where he's been, he hasn't been happy. And when you can't be happy in Golden State, well, where the hell are you going to be happy? He just wants to go out there without anybody coaching him. And him and Kyrie go out and kind of do their thing and have fun. I, I don't see this being that we are motivated to win a championship. I don't see this being suddenly now we're all together to go win like LeBron yeah. was to make my legacy. I'm going to Miami because I got to win because I care what people say about me. You know, I, I, I don't see that in this case going on oh. with Brooklyn no I see I completely
5: disagree I think you got three guys that deeply care what everybody thinks about him and this is a legacy play if there ever was one two guys that are pissed that they don't get the credit they think they deserve and the third guy who wants to be more than a beard
4: he wants to be more than a beard but he's going joining a team where who even knows. Kevin Durant, you're right, they, they care what people say because Kevin Durant has burner Twitter accounts. That's my but point. It's, it's not about winning, it's about making sure people just say Kevin Durant's the best player. If, if people would just say Kevin Durant's the best player in the NBA, that's what would make him happy. I mean, not winning championships, if, you would, if it would be this, this general understood thing that KD's the best player, he'd walk around the happiest guy in the world. But he can't take any kind of criticism, and boy, is he lining up for it with a move like this. Just what, last year was the honeymoon when he wasn't playing? Just watch what happens now. It's like that. Watch what happens now. They should be on Bravo every single night. (laughs) Watch what happens now.
1: Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
0: There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for or the perfect table.
2: Hey, where are you?
4: Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith show with my best friend, Mike Harmon, live from the Geico studios where the hours heading into the NBA draft are full of all kinds of fire and fury and potential trades and all kinds of stuff going on. Not just James Harden that could be on the move as we sit here and. Final show of my forties, which it's really starting to get real now. Even last week, Mike, I was like, you know, yeah, I still got a week. I got a week. Yeah, I'm still in my, I'm still in my fit. Now I'm like, oh, this is it, and it's real now. Like I'm, I'm looking at the clock, going, yeah, yeah, four and a half more hours. That's going to be that's going to be it's big really weighing right there. on
5: you. How about be that? a big
4: five zero? It's it's not that it's it's just weird thinking that okay, because I look at it as like, I have the Joe Namath uh, philosophy of. I'm 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 at the end of the second quarter, right? Like, like right, halftime, baby. Hundred is my error. I'm at halftime, right? I need I need some some uh, orange slices and some Gatorade, and I'm at halftime. But still, being at halftime means okay. Well, the most of the game, you know, the the majority of the game has already happened. So you need to you know realize that the time you have left is less than what you've had so far. And that's kind of what I'm really been struggling with the last the last week or so. Is that that whole thing about yeah, boy, this is here. And if I'm thinking okay, I'm at halfway, I'm like. Oh man, so no matter what I have left, if I'm if I'm looking at 100, right? Which is what I want to look at, I'm like, okay. Uh, ooh, that's less than half. And it's just going to keep crawling to less than half. Okay then. All right. So that that's the tough part. Wow. That, that 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 comes with it. That that's that's the toughest part. Other than that, it's okay cuz I really you know, look, age is a number and if you feel okay, if you're healthy and you feel good and you're you know, then all right then. Yeah, that okay, we're we're going. But uh, that's that's the tough part. Going no matter how no matter how how you feel, y- you know that at some point what you know what's going to happen is going to happen to you.
5: Well, that's the thing, right? No matter what na- number you're at, I mean, I'm not going to spend the next twenty minutes giving you some chronicling of some near misses in my life. I just get up and thank uh, the good Lord I'm still here to uh, try to find some positivity, find some wins, have a laugh, and and make fun of musicals and dance around while cooking with my kids. That's it. That's all I can do. Uh, Thinking about the other stuff is uh, just bad for business. But it does tell you, Smith, make sure you take care of all of your paperwork. (laughs) <laughs> and make sure you leave a
4: sizable portion to me. Sure. Oh, you You know, and you were the one that really kind of kicked this off in my head. We were doing the special teams podcast, and and uh, you said to one of them, we were talking about something. I said, yeah, yeah, boy. So, you know, eh, you know, I was talking about being 50 next month, and, you know, maybe the Jets can do something. You said, yeah, you know, maybe in the next 20 or so years for you before uh, you something. I'm like, what do you mean 20 years? What are you telling me 20 years? And you said, well, what do you want, 30? I go, don't sit here and tell me I have 20 years left. What's wrong with you? And and that's really what started everything on it. Like now I'm thinking about it now. You got me thinking about it. Well, look, man. It's it's still I had a good run. I had a good well, run. It's true. It's still seventy
5: three hundred days
4: to go do something with yourself. <laughs> Don't put a finite number on it like that—that that I can really count in my head. Don't get, give me a finite number that's just abstract that I don't have to worry about. Don't, don't give me that 7,300, 7,299, 7,298. Well, that's at twenty years. You, 10, you can 10. set
5: your own over/under, man. Don't, <laughs> hey,
4: like I'm not an odds maker
5: on, on, no. on your demise. What Listen, you,
4: uh, no, you're the worst odds maker about life. You, you are the worst life odds maker. I. I, I what does that I mean? Be- I ban you from odds-making on life and lifespans of people in general. I, I, I'm putting down that edict right now. You I've never been that. in that game. What the hell are you doing? You thought you were when you told me that on the podcast. I did not. Yes, The whole did. point was, hey, buddy, you still have a bunch of time. Go get, get busy. Why would you say 20? Tw- if you tell anybody you got 20 years left, unless you're you know, 80 or 85, people are going to go, whoa, 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 what do you mean i like a got 20 years? What are you talking about? What would you do that for? Good Christ, man. Get That's over yourself. You, man. That's you. That's it. you're doing it to me,
5: man. I didn't do anything. Oh, it's. Uh, you got. Look, you got your own demons, Bobby Boucher. Don't go putting <laughs> them on me. Go play the foosball again, Mike Harmon. Gonna <laughs> stop you, Vicky Valancourt, from playing the foosball. I mean, uh, <laughs> you're trying to put project your demons
4: and fears on me. I was doing fine until you said I'm out another 20 years. Like, what do you mean? That's it. <laughs> that's it. That's all I got. That's not nearly enough time for the Jets. <laughs> no, 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 no. Are you kidding? So you're telling me I got the Trevor Lawrence era and then maybe a little bit of somebody else. Oh, boy, that's not enough. That's not enough. It's not. Uh, but speaking of errors. Some era is going to end sometime very soon in the NBA for a couple of stars. We talked about James Harden and the likeliness of his being traded to Brooklyn. Well, a couple of big deals are now potentially on the table as well. And it's nothing specific, but I'll tell you what, the Boston Celtics are going to wind up doing something incredibly huge. Look at what's gone on so far today. All right. They – Agreed with Gordon Hayward to push his deadline to Thursday to accept his original player option for this coming season of thirty-four million dollars. Right, it was supposed to be uh, today, uh, mm-hmm. and now it's going to be Thursday this according to league sources. So his $34 million player option, now that's going to get pushed a couple of days because obviously the Celtics want to move him. If they do something big, it's got to be Gordon Hayward because money's got to match. So you have Gordon Hayward. You also have Kemba Walker because now your Chicago Bulls, apparently, Mike, have been calling about Kemba Walker. And these are two players, even though they're good, and and, and Gordon Hayward really is just starting to get back to the player he was before he got injured when he first signed with the Celtics. Uh, These are two, two players That the Celtics are eminently okay with leaving. Kemba Walker never really fit. Gordon Hayward never really fit, likely mainly because of his injury. They're going to do something really big. And according to sources, and I saw saw this uh, earlier today, that it's being mused that if James Harden was interested in the Celtics and they would go there, would Jason Tatum go to the Rockets in return now I wouldn't trade Jason Tatum for James Harden I mean as, as much as James Harden is great look Jason Tatum is fantastic and he's young enough and he's he's right. the guy you're building around in, in Boston for a long long time but the Celtics are going to do something really really big because they wouldn't be doing this unless they had some some kind of end game in mind which it was we are swapping a couple of superstars that haven't worked out for a superstar who's going to come help us put us over the top that's going to happen they're to do something really, really big sometime in the next 48 hours. Yeah, I saw a report that linked Hayward in a deal to the
5: Hawks of all teams. Again, we start thinking about making that $34 million salary matchup as you try to go through prospective trades and usually ends up being, all right, here's these six guys, two of whom have expiring contracts, all of those kind of things. Uh, but yes, the interesting Uh, mechanics of it. We talked about Harden uh, to the Celtics a while ago. I I think that would be just absolutely fascinating. Uh, Not a move I'm making. I don't think that's the one that gets you over uh, in Boston. But you you look at that nucleus, and we talked about it when when all the young guys were called upon to lead. But going back to when Kyrie Irving got hurt, right, and Gordon Hayward was out. Everybody found their role. So finding those guys' shots and space and everything – and telling the guys that had led you deep into the playoffs, yeah, we don't need you to do that anymore. Take a step back. No, they're all kids. They're hungry to, you know, start creating their own legend uh, and putting up stats for you know the big giant binder of stats for their next payday. So obviously you're going to have riffs there. Likewise here, Hayward doesn't fit doesn't fit with this this nucleus that you have now but let him go somewhere else where he can keep rounding himself back into shape and maybe get back to that player he was pre-injury uh i don't think the celtics is the right spot i think there's just too many mouths to feed there
4: just watch celtics are going to do something really really big by thursday by the deadline for gordon hayward that's when it's going to happen. Could happen tomorrow morning, could happen during the draft, could happen, but it's going to happen by Thursday and it's going to be something big. Twitter at How About a fresca? Mike gets Swollen Dome, The Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon, live from the Geico Studios. Coming up in 90 seconds, another trade that was thrown out there today that honestly, I can't believe it hasn't been done already. But first,
1: be sure to catch live editions of The Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon, weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific.
4: The one trade that was thrown out today, and this is like one of the most fun things that I love breaking down of trades that could happen and stuff that's thrown out there because that's just so much fun to debate. Is this going to work? Is this not going to work? Uh, the trade rumor that has been – well, not really a rumor, but it's been – but NBA sources have reported, Shams Tarani talked about this too earlier today, that the Rockets and the Wizards have talked about a Russell Westbrook for John Wall swap. And according to, to all NBA analysts and pundits and, and evaluators, John Wall looks really good coming back, so it looks like he's going to be healthy. So this, in theory, would solve everybody's problems. But no, 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 the Rockets want more if they're trading away Russell Westbrook. And I look at this trade and I say, really, this has not done, been done? You, you haven't done this trade yet? Really? I mean, really, you want more? You want more? You want more? You the Rockets want. The Rockets, the Rockets are going to have to try to give away Russell Westbrook. Right? It's not like you're trading a guy like the Bucks have decided we're going to trade Giannis, right? We, we, we can't re-sign him, so we're going to trade Giannis. And obviously after last night they're doing everything they can to say, please, Giannis, just stay with us. It, it's like <laughs> this, this is not, hey, we're trading a superstar in the prime of his career because we're not going to re-sign him and we want a lot for him. No, this is we're trading Russell Westbrook and uh, only a couple of teams really want him. So here's the trade. Hey, we'll give you John Wall. You give us our guy. You give us your guy you want to get rid of. We'll give you our guy we want to get rid of works for everybody, right? It, 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 it's, it's a pretty good uh, it's, it's a pretty good swap of, of guys that we want to move on and no, now the rock is No, no, we want more for that. It, if I'm the wizards, I go, you kidding me? Really? You want seriously? You want more? You want more for the, really? Who, who do you who do you think you're trading? You you said Westbrook and not Harden, right? Now if you said Harden, I would get it. If you said we're mm-hmm. going to give you Harden, you give us John Wall. Okay, I yeah. get. But you said Westbrook, right? That that was a guy you said. Okay, okay. Yeah, no, no, uh, uh, no. That's the trade. I mean, Westbrook for John Wall. That that should have been done. Should have been done already.
5: Well, the re- reason it's not is you know one everybody's looking for leverage, right? Everybody wants to to get the impulse. To just the itchy trigger trigger finger uh, of, of trades, like in fantasy, when, you, when you're when you searching the waiver wire or you're trying to make a, a trade, you know, you start getting clickety, click, click, click. Hey, that looks good. Let's make that. And you start making wholesale changes out of frustration uh, at times. And, and I think with this, it's the the, the Rockets are clearly overplaying their hand. And everybody knows it. So you wait them out, right? Because there was the other report from yesterday, and I, I'm forgetting who to, to give the proper attribution to. It's one of three people, let's put it that way. Uh, <laughs> same three guys uh, in the NBA. But that you don't exactly have a huge list of buyers coming after Russell Westbrook. So you wait it out, right? They're, this is a distressed property. Right, the the house down your block. Maybe there was a familial situation. Maybe they had, you know, some some unfortunate occurrence. And I I don't mean to be all, you know, dour, but like just it's the best example of, you know, they're they're pressed to sell, job losses, whatever else come into play, and so you you know they're trying to get offload the house, which means that first offer is getting rebuffed. And the second offer will probably get rebut. Like they're going to try to get as much as they can for their asset until they realize they're, the markets, everybody's just waiting it out. And that's what the Rockets are here, right? Raphael Stone, who takes over for Daryl Morey, you know, lawyer and, and his history around the team and everything else, it's quite clear they're in complete tear it down mode between the players and the change in the front office. So with Russell Westbrook's reputation, his history, his age, his salary, all of that, you got a very few number of teams that can even try to be engaged in trade talks. And so they know that. There's there's not a robust market for it, which means all right, here's the concentration. Let's get the the deal done with James Harden. You on Westbrook, we're, we're going to try to go with a high offer early and, and try to squeeze you, but you just wait them out
4: because desperation will eventually set in. Twitter at How About a Fresca, Mike at Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon, live from the Geico Studios. I, I just don't get how the, the Wizards think, okay, we're, we're going to get more for this. In a trade that really is just, it's not like suddenly e- either team is going to win this trade. This is just, we have a guy we want to get rid of that's talented. We have a guy we want to get rid of that's talented. Okay. This is not like, oh, what, this is going to wind up being a great deal for one. T- this is just, We just want to get rid of the guys that really have, have worn out their welcome here. And and we want to move on. That's all this is. And and so I, I don't I don't get how this is more complicated. It's like you want to make things more complicated than they have to be. This is how it should be. All right. If you need to move a little bit of something for the money, a tiny bit. Okay. Yeah. You add players to make that. But it but it but it, for the rock and say no no no. We want more. What do you think? You're gonna throw in Bradley Beal. All right. We'll give you Beal too. <laughs> all right. We'll give you Beal. Too. All right. Fine. Will that get it done? All right. Great. We'll give you Beal and Wall, and and then you give us Russell Westbrook. I mean that that's not happening. It's, no. It's like the it's fact that we're at, at this point.
5: But look, you try, like you've got an asset you don't want there anymore. You don't want to do the, the rebuild following an injury. And clearly, Houston has several pieces of property there they don't want anymore. <laughs> Players that have you know had their run and it's time to move on. So it's now the waiting game and a bit of a standoff. And now we're haggling over a quarter percentage point in the sale of the house, you know, interest rates or something like that. I mean, this is it's ridiculous. And it'll get done eventually, I would suspect, uh, unless one of these L.A. teams comes knocking on the door for Russell Westbrook.
4: Twitter at How about a fresca? Mike gets swollen dome. The Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon live from the Geico Studios. We got more NBA on the way. There is now going to be a couple of big changes to the regular season in the NBA. It was just agreed upon earlier tonight. Something we told you that was here for 2020 is going to be here to stay. And that story is coming up next right here. Jason Smith, Mike Harmon, you are listening to Fox.
1: Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific, on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
4: Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend Mike Harmon, and oh. uh, uh, the last meal of my 40s, Mike Harmon, like like, like I'm, in, uh, I'm in I'm in a movie. Shaw Shawshank, the last <laughs> the last meal of my 40s is chicken casserole. That's the last meal of my forties. I mean, it's very what tasty. What is chicken casserole? What does that mean? It's 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 my wife makes this chicken casserole with 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 chicken and 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 melted cheese, and she bakes it, and it's really really tasty. And basically, it's just chicken and cheese, and it's really really good. <laughs> and we have some still. It's basically so that's, that's the just last meal chicken of my forties.
5: I just wanted a, a full explanation of the culinary. Habits of one Jason Smith, that's all. Yeah, that's the last minute. I wanted to know what was in the said said casserole. As a guy who cooks quite frequently, I I Mm -hmm. thought there was some value to be had there.
4: It was, no, look, and there's value in this food right here. I'll tell you. I didn't know what it was going to be. I didn't know if maybe someone would say, hey, I'll run out to McDonald's. You know, we get to get a shake or something. I mean, it would be my second shake today. But, you know, hey, it's the last day of my 40s, so you, why not? If you can't have two shakes the last day of your 40s, when are you going to do it? Maybe tomorrow I'll have two shakes. Uh, but, you know, I, I thought that, but but this is what it's going to be. So this is the last meal of my 40s. Wow. Look at that. Home-cooked <laughs> meal. That's good. Dead it's man good. walking. It's wholesome. <laughs> no, it's last it, meal in the forties. <laughs> it, it,
5: well, it's it's wholesome. Yeah, it's it's sure. fantastic. I'm sure you'll go find some ice cream or cake to top it off <laughs> before the night ends. I mean, who are we kidding?
4: Uh, Twitter at how about a fresca? Mike gets swollen dome. The Jason Smith show with Mike Carmen live from the Geico Studios. So in the midst of all of the moves in the NBA tonight, all the potential trades that could happen, the NBA announced changes to the schedule for next season. It's going to kick off on December 22nd, go all the way through the middle to the later part of July. Uh, July 22nd could be the end of the NBA season, uh, which kind of you know puts to bed the whole 4th of July week free agency, which we've really enjoyed the last couple of years. Yeah, But we told you when all the leagues in the 2020 pandemic year They all were, they all decided how do we combat. Maybe teams not playing the same number of games. How how do we combat this? And they all decided we're going to add teams to the playoffs, right? The NBA said we're going to go to the bubble and we're going to have a play-in game for the eighth seed in each conference. That was the plan. And in the NHL, it was the same thing. The top 12 teams make it, and we, we play to seed the teams one through eight. The NFL has said if we can't play all this, uh, a regular season, we're going to add a team in each conference to the playoffs. And once that happened, we told you, this is how it's going to be. MLB said, don't worry about it. We've got 16 teams going to the playoffs this year. Really? Yep, we got, we got eight teams in each league going to the playoffs. That's going to be a certainty in coming seasons. Once you put more teams in the playoffs, that genie's not going back in the bottle. And sure enough, the NBA announces there will be playing tournaments for the seventh and eighth spots at the end of this season, the 72-game regular season. So you're going to see them battle, and you're going to see just what we saw in the bubble. You're going to see teams make that big run. If you're 7, 8, 9, 10, that's who gets to play in for the final two spots, and it's going to be fantastic. You're adding playoff, you're adding revenue, you're adding interest. All these changes that we thought, oh, it's just 2020. No, no, no. They are here to stay. We are going to see added teams in the M. Maybe MLB doesn't stay with 16, but they say, okay, you know what, 14 is what's going to work for us. And and maybe the NFL says, hey, we'll add that extra team for next year. And, and, and the same thing in the NHL. Maybe we add a couple of teams and do what this is going on. More teams in the playoffs means more interest, more everything. These worked. These changes worked in sports because it was so bleep and exciting to root for the Phoenix bleep and Suns down the stretch when there was no reason to even watch the Phoenix Suns outside of Devin Booker could score 70. Yeah. But how interesting was that? How interesting was Damian Lillard becoming a superstar because the Blazers just blitzed right through everything and, and, and he was one of the best players in the bubble and he got all – kinds of publicity and all kinds of recognition at the age of 30 because they, they were doing well in the bubble in a bunch of games that really didn't matter a whole heck of a lot in this grand scheme of the playoffs. All these things worked. The Marlins making the playoffs worked in the even one around in the playoffs. Everything adding teams has worked. This is here to stay. It's happening in the NBA now, it's going to happen in baseball, it's going to happen in the NFL, it's going to happen in the NHL. Those changes are here to stay in 2021. Don't look back. It's cash. It's
5: excitement. It's stars getting known, right? Devin Booker has toiled in relative anonymity. right? If you're a a true basketball fan, then yeah, you know. So don't at me. Or go ahead and at me at Swollen Dome. But for the rest of the world, you're not staying up to watch Phoenix Suns basketball on the West Coast. I'm sorry. You're not. So you see a couple of highlights here. You got to watch him run wild, and that ain't no record. So you get excited about what could be for this new year, and he's already in the gym with Chris Paul fresh off the trade. So, you know, perhaps another boost, but that's how you make more superstars. You expand the playoffs. You expand those national TV windows. I'm all for it. I'm bullish. Let's go.
4: Keep growing the sport. And that's the thing it, it, it if you it, there's no way we get to the point now where it's oh we're adding teams to the playoff it cheapens the playoffs because you know why people go okay you think it cheapens the playoffs but Boy, you know that could be more money. Wait, more money, 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 money. Wait, someone said money. Someone said money. Like uh, in uh, uh, when uh, uh, oh, what was that TV show I used to watch all the time that followed the uh, the meerkats, Meerkat Manor, right? When the meerkats would hear something, <laughs> and something that all pop out of the holes and go, "What? What was that? What was that? What was that?" It's like sure. we could have more money. Wait, money. Money, 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 money. Because that's what it is. I mean, it, it, you, we did this as a uh, let's see if this works. It's a COVID only thing, but they knew fully well. All the teams want to add playoff games because that adds revenue, that adds all, that adds relevance, it adds money. It, this is a, a slam dunk for all sports to do it. Now, sure. they kind of added it through the back door in which, well, we're going to do it in the pandemic year and see, but it doesn't matter because it's here to stay and it's going to work. So th- these are changes that are not going anywhere.
5: Well, because that's the thing, right? You ra- Even if we talk ratings, and we can go down that whole rabbit hole, too. But the idea that in a September for baseball or May for the NBA, that you have teams that are still fighting for playoff berths, live gate, live activity versus, hey, anybody want my two? Because this game doesn't matter. We're done, right? We're tanking. We're, we're out of this. Uh, to the NFL, look at the way the NFC is going to set up. Yeah, there's there's great windfalls to be had long term once you get people back into the stands and consuming the product in person. So don't be
4: short-sighted about it, especially those that are sh- shaking their fists saying, get off my lawn. Twitter at how about a fresca? Mike at swollen dome. Embrace the future; it is here for all of us. Uh, Twitter at how about a fresca? Mike at swollen dome. Phone number eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox. Coming up next: big numbers come in for ratings that are going to surprise you. Plus, why are the Rockets trying to trade James Harden? The real reason, Fox.